Thanks, Mike and David. Uh, this is not an AA meeting, so it's just, it's not really uh, my reflections on the steps. It's my reflections on the steps based on an idea about the exact nature of the wrong. So it's, it's important because The view I have on the steps, let's say, is based on the view of the exact nature of the wrong. And the, the view of the exact nature of the wrong is what illuminated uh, the view on the steps. So, again, I always go to page 64 because this was uh, at least in, a, in the world of language and writing and videos and audios. This was a, a major pivot because I had read uh, How It Works many, many, many times. I had the privilege of leading a lot of fourth-step workshops. And um, I probably went over that sentence on page 64, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And I probably had a basic standardized understanding when I would read it, pretty much. Yeah, maybe I thought it was comprehensive, who knows. But one night, things had, you know, again, as it says in the vision for us, uh, this power is going to constantly reveal to us stuff. Yeah, and a lot of it doesn't get put into word. It doesn't get put into uh, the language or or even an understanding. It's more an intimacy or a sense of something that doesn't really need to have a, an understanding or it doesn't need, it doesn't trigger an incredible insatiable desire to know why. It just is, yeah? So this one time I saw that sentence and it really captured me because I was seeing it in a different way. The sentence obviously hadn't changed, but where I was seeing it from had changed. And uh, it was very clear uh, that self, was a foreign pathogen, let's say, or a parasitical movement or a possession, whatever you want to call it. But it was something other than me. That was the most important point of it, is I saw self as something other than me. I didn't see it as an extension of me. I didn't see it as an objectification of me. I didn't see it as the ego. I didn't see it as you know, the thief and I'm the policeman now and I'm going to, you know, lay the law on the thief and it's going to behave and it's going to be good and shit like that. It, it wasn't that way. I saw it as completely foreign. And in the seeing of it as foreign, I had a sense of what I am. Yeah, they go hand in hand. And then I swear the next moment uh, I had a flash the possibility I could be free from it became a real possibility because at, before that point, I had been handcuffed by the identification as self. And the only way I could entertain freedom was as a self. And that's the bondage of self, really. <laughs> so I finally saw it in a new light. Somehow... It, it, it stuck, and uh, I had these fourth, you know, I was doing these fourth step workshops, and the fourth step workshop would change dramatically, because I think the, uh, ha- the highest level of the solution is the recognition of the root of the problem. I do. And I feel AA, in a sense, is vague about it. It, it, it calls something, it says self has defeated us and all this and all that, but it didn't really describe, maybe it called it an ego or the ego, but it didn't really describe the activity of the defeat. Yeah, it described, you know, selfishness, self-centeredness, da, da, da. But I feel the defeat is based on being identified as self. And so... How does that identification uh, come about and how is it reinforced all day? Because obviously it's not true. We are something, 
let's say, let's call it with the word spirit. So we are inherently something already, yeah? We're appearing as a body and an action figure, but uh, we are that ghost in the machine, so to speak. We are the spirit. So we are that, yet we're in the act of being identified as something else. And that something else is represented in uh, AA as self. So it says it very clearly, being convinced, I hope we all are, that self manifested in various ways uh, is what has defeated us. Yeah? It's a very succinct statement. The only requirement while reading it is to see if you're convinced or not. You know, if you're not convinced, you're not convinced. Life will convince us for sure. If you see life through these lenses, you're going to become convinced that self is what has defeated us through its manifestations. You are. It's going to inevitably dawn on us sooner or later. I would just like to speed that process up because it'll save a lot of time and trouble. But uh, so the requirement is being convinced. And hopefully by looking at our lives before we got into sobriety and after, we're convinced of that. We believe with certainty that it's something else, it's something other than me manifested through me and defeats me by the manifestations. And it became obvious when I looked at AA, the community, everything, that's what was going on in sobriety. We were claiming the manifestations of selves as ours. How are we going to be free from the bondage of self if we're identified as the bondage of self? I just don't see it. Yeah. We may get a little more acreage. We may get a, a, a little more permission to not flip out at a picnic or maybe have a, a relationship longer than six months. All of these effects can occur. But in a way, the bondage continues because without us knowing it, we're identified uh, <laughs> with the home of the pathogen. Yeah. So... I really, I truly believe you really don't get the problem from all the going over the problem. You get the problem from the solution. When there's relief, you'll, you'll realize why there wasn't relief. Yeah. When there's relief, it informs you about a lot of stuff. And one of the things it informs you of is why we don't have relief. Oh, someone's coming here. Yeah, so, uh, when, so when I started to do the inventories and how I attempted to share the inventories, I based it on this view that it's, we're going to look at how self has defeated us. Not how we defeated us, but how self defeated us. And being convinced that we're not self, we can do a very, very impartial inventory because there's nothing to hide. It's not about us. So I can be really uh, thorough and fearless because finally I'm not identified as the problem. While I'm identified as the problem, its fear of discovery is sort of my fear of discovery. So there's a lot of reluctance to to look into the patterns of how self-defeated me, not my reluctance, but the disease's reluctance. The disease doesn't want to be brought out. It doesn't. It does better in isolation, and it really does well without us knowing what's going on. So knowledge of self is very valuable. Self-knowledge isn't, but knowledge of self is extremely valuable. So uh, from that point on, that lens turned on the fourth step, started to be turned on all the steps. And I could see, uh, I could see that better way that they, they talk about in the fear inventory. I could see 
that the source of the anxieties and the fear that I have during the day, some of them are valid because there's a real threat, let's say, but most of them are mental agitations, anxiety, mental anxiety, and that the real cause of them is self-reliance. It isn't fear, self-reliance, yeah? And then, all right, what does self-reliance look at if it goes to an extreme level? Being identified as self. You can't be more reliant on that than taking it to be you. I can't see any more higher form of reliance. So uh, then it says, perhaps there's a better way. You know, instead of trusting something finite. So basically, we have, there's an admittance that there's been great faith in the finite self. There's been great faith in the failed system. Yeah? And that we can't, as the failed system, we can't migrate to the perhaps there's a better way of trusting something infinite. Because if we migrate as the failed system, the act of trusting something infinite is reinforcing the faith in the failed system. So self can't get out of self. Yeah? And I don't care if the self is called Helen in your world, or John, or Mike, or Walter, or Catherine, or all these unique names, basically, a.k.a. self, the fact is self can't get out of self. So maybe the only way out is is to realize you're not in. Yeah? All the other ways outs have been tried by tons of members. Yeah? Members tried... Recovery, then spirituality, then got bummed out, started taking ayahuasca and shit, going out, everything. Everyone's trying tons of shit to get out of self. Yeah, it's never ending. Yeah, but the, the dilemma is self can't get out of self. If you Are you convinced of that or not? Yeah, now I can be convinced of that intellectually, but in the, in the interpretation of that statement, I see one of those selves as Paul. And I'm, I'm, I believe, like if they talk about the, that major delusion of thinking if I only manage better, yeah, I could pull it off. So if I only manage better my escape, I know I can escape from self as self. I know it. But it's not true. You can't. Yeah? That's the solution. That's the admittance of powerlessness. Yeah? That's where the reservoir of power gets connected to. That's where it is. It's right where we are. We are a huge unsuspected inner resource. We are huge. There are so many aspects of it that we haven't even touched. That that unsuspected inner resource isn't truly unsuspected by us. It's totally denied by self. Yeah? And if we're living as self, we're in the denial of what we are. We are. Yeah? In the identification as what you're not, there's there's an opposite reaction, which is the denial of what you are. So I look at the steps of, you know, oh, man completely different now. I don't see, I don't think recovery stops at the point of, all right, I was denying all these responsibilities. I've been trying to avoid tons of shit my whole life. I'll do anything not to deal with stuff. If my left arm's bleeding, I'll just look right all day. I'll just take it to the fucking dead end it is. And then I come into recovery and then recovery gives me new hope and then I allow shit I've been trying to avoid to catch up to me and land. And I admit, and I go along with the admittance to the innermost self that I'm an alcoholic and an addict and many more things I don't want to be, like an asshole or a fucking user or a, a selfish motherfucker or someone who doesn't give a shit about anyone else but him or her. Yeah? I don't want to fucking have that land, but it lands finally. And I tell the truth. Yeah, so now I'm in the thing. I do my amends. I did my fifth step. 
fourth step and fifth step, I make all my amends, all the ones I could. I have become responsible for my role in things, yeah? And then basically, there's, there's not a path from there. What's the next part? The next part is to see a lot of what you did under the influences wasn't caused by you. It was caused by self, yeah? And just as easily, while we're in recovery, we give over everything to the grace of God. We say, God is now doing for me what I could not do for myself. Don't you see that that lower God was doing through us what we would have never done through ourselves? Let's give credit where it belongs. Let's put blame on what's really the cause, which is the identification of self. So yeah, I took responsibility, but the next realization is I'm accountable. I wasn't responsible because I'm not doing that shit anymore that I was doing under the influence. I'm not. Something has changed. Paul hasn't. The person that was called Paul would be still called the same person by the people who saw Paul as an addict. Yeah? But something has changed. Yes, the influence of the disease has been limited severely. The problem doesn't exist for me today. So it's acting out is on such a small stage, it doesn't even release any smoke that anyone else can see. So I'm not a believer of I did all that shit. No fucking way. That's not my, that's not my experience. Just like I always use the idea of my dog, the dog I have, shits on the neighbor's lawn. The neighbor informs me of that. It's very pissed off because my dog tends to shit on its lawn. I go over there. I make amends for the dog. I clean up the shit. I go home and I pretty much, I've done all I can do. I forget about it. I don't walk near that home anymore. And now I've been accountable for the dog. Yeah, I cleaned up its mess. I took responsibility, but I'm not the dog. I did not take that shit on the lawn. Yeah, so I believe there's another wave, another wave of recovery after we take out, we see our role in things, after we make the amends, after we do the steps, then hopefully we realize all that defeated us wasn't of us, yeah? So that we can live free, free, not in a temporary ceasefire, but free from the bondage of self, free, yeah? That's what I'm, that's the possibility I, I'm reaching for. I don't want to have the disease of alcoholism staying there, ever present, waiting for, for that moment to lead me to fuck it so it can fucking lead me to drink and use and then start living through me like it did before. I want to live free from that. That fear I want to live free from. So, yeah. I'm hoping this gets through because... Uh, I don't want, you know, the steps are clear. There's tons of people who are clear about the steps. I want to share the root of the problem because I think that will produce or allow a lot of clarity about everything else. I really do. So thanks. Thanks for uh, giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it to share. All right, fabulous. Thank you, Paul. Does anybody have a question? Oh, Helen. Helen has a question. Helen, I'll ask you to unmute yourself. Which minute? Oh, right. Yeah. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Hi. Hi. Thank you. I just want to say it is getting through. It is for me personally, it is getting through. I've been seeking on the path, the path, since I was 19, reading Krishnamurti. I'm now 60-odd, so 40 years I've been searching for this. And nobody, it's not, never dropped in like it's been dropping in with you. And one night, before I came on these meetings, I was making tea. And 
And I just thought, I, ca I can't do this anymore. I really can't. And I don't know where to go. And of course, the lockdown and everything. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. And the same night, I saw you online. And I thought, yeah. And it was open, open meeting. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. And I know this, you, you've helped me so much. It's not showing yet, but it's sort of dropping in. And some powerful things you've said. I've probably heard this many, many times over the years, many times. But one of the ones was, but well, what, what I'm seeing now that mine is a closed circuit, that self is a closed circuit. You can't get out of it. It's just closed. It just keeps repeating, repeating, repeating. It's cyclical. And I can see that now. I've, I couldn't see that before. But um, and you said something about allowing things to land. I know I've been sort of... Um, running away from something all my life but I thought I could resolve it with self-help and all this spiritual stuff it's not resolved it it came strong to me today I've really got to try I bought the AA book and I'm really going to try this inventory even though I've done it a thousand times in different guises um, but there's something in this that I, I'm, I'm going to do this so I'm waiting for the book there's also something as well that, that dropped like a stone and it said you can end up right and alone. And I thought, God, that was so, that was so powerful. So powerful. Because that's how I feel. And there must be something unright. And sort of, there must be something in me that says the world isn't right or I've been wronged. So I'm going to look. So thank you. Thank really, you, Helen. Thank you. We, I, we, we really appreciate your attendance, Sonny. Yeah. And there's a lot, of, a lot of people will support you uh, through the inventory if you stay after the meeting. There's a lot of strong people. And yeah, you're in good hands, honey. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Any other hands? Anybody else have a question for Paul? You raise your hand in the blue hand button. Well, if, if not, Paul, do you mind? I, 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 I'd, um, I was reading in the big book on page 52 in the chapter to the agnostics, and it was talking about the bedevilments. And it was saying that we were having trouble with personal relationships. We couldn't control our emotional natures. We were a prey to misery and depression. We couldn't make a living. We had a feeling of uselessness. We were full of fear. We were unhappy. We couldn't seem to be of real help to other people. Was not our basic solution of these bedevilments more important than whether we should see newsreels of lunar flight? Of course it was. When we saw others solve their problems by a simple reliance upon a spirit of the universe, we had to stop doubting the power of God. Our ideas did not work, but the I the God idea did. I'm finished. John. Finished. <laughs> Helen's still on. Yeah, I got her. Okay. <laughs> so the so I guess my question in there would be um when when I'm having those difficulties, does do, is that a direct reflection of um the bondage itself? Or no difficulties difficulties occur it's the it's the claiming of being the one who has the difficulties yeah the okay. bondage itself is what happens everyday life daily life the mental state is using what's happening or what's going through the head to imply it's happening to you all the time, yeah? And then the you has an opinion, a lot of shit shouldn't be happening to you, yeah? And then it just goes off on tangents and it's just obsessing over itself, yeah? One obsession breaks off into two trains of obsession and goes on and on. And then our attention and interest just seems to follow it into the realm of what's not happening. Now you're totally fucked and you haven't even left your house yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, difficulties are part of life. Yeah. But the, the idea of calling them my difficulties is an add-on. Yeah. 
I can walk through a difficulty much easier than I can walk through my difficulties. Yeah. Just watch us. Just take a simple example. Take a word. Yeah. And then put my in front of it. You tell me that the my doesn't change the word. Of course it does. Yeah. That activity of my is one of the traits or characteristics of the bondage of self. Yeah. Things become my. So this is my problem. This is my, this is my, 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 my. And the my now gives meaning to what comes after it. So problem. So a problem that a lot of people have will seem to be very unique when it's called my problem. You'll think you're completely different than everyone else who has the exact same problem. Just by the fucking magic wand of my. You know, my lends uniqueness and specialness. And you know what? You can't receive help if you think you have, you're so fucking unique, you're not available. You can't be addressed. You know, I have a, I had a guy I worked with. He was a perfect illustration. Every few months, he would come to me with the problem, the problem. Let's say the problem circa March 19th, uh, 2017. All right. And then he'd have the problem for a few months. Then a few months later, January, March, you know, 2018, a new the problem would show up. Yeah. Totally unique. No one in the world has this. This is the problem. And then another six months later, it would be a new the problem. Now, he never, I, but, I, had an, I did not have a vested interest in the story of the problem. So I could categorize, hey, you know, I've known you since 2015. This is like the 12th version of the problem. Yeah? You don't see it? This is what I'm talking about. The bondage of self. Taking what's happening to twist it up. Like, all right, so somebody cut you off, you know, fucking in the supermarket. Yeah. It twists that up and now it's remembered for 30 years. It's unfucking insane. Yeah. This is the bondage of self. We breathe life into things. Don't you see? We breathe life into things. If something has us and directing our breath into what it wants to bring life to, you can see by its fruits, the tree. If you have a miracle today, it's forgotten in an hour. And yet you're, you've been sitting on a resentment like a fucking golden egg for 40 years. I mean, the, the proof, just look. This isn't like, oh, we have to, it's a star behind the other eight stars. It's right plain, right in front of us. The bondage of self is an activity. It isn't an event. It isn't, isn't something that happened or will happen. It's happening now. Now, how much it seems to be happening is based on us. If we see it from self, we're going to give it life. If we see it from spirit, we're going to shorten its little event. Yeah, that's as simple as that. Money, my money, completely different. Love, my love, completely different. Time, my time, yeah? Completely different. You don't see it? You don't see the moving of meaning all day happening? We're adding like lead bricks to the, to the knapsack we're wearing as we're traveling along. We're traveling heavy as hell. What happens if you're traveling really heavy? You'll probably want to get out of it. What happens? The, that which added the weight whispers to you, well, I know how to get out of it. Fuck it. Let's go get loaded. You know? We'll get a few hours of relief, ruin my whole life, but it's worth it. You know, Because the alcoholic of our type is willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. Yeah? That feeling uncomfortable was manufactured by self. 
the heaviness heaviness comes but i'll tell you something 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 adds a lot of weight to it all fucking day yes the bondage of self is the act of being identified as self that's the bondage yes Is there a possibility of being free? Yes, because the bondage is only seemingly so. The bondage is appearing to be true to us. It isn't true, thank God, but it's appearing to be true, which in, in our own experience is just like as it is true, yeah? But it's appearing to be true, and it can appear not to be true, yes? You ever, in the beginning of the, like one of the forwards, it says, hey, we're a hundred men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Yeah, seemingly. The recovery is that which was seemingly so is seen not to be so. That's the recovery, yeah? That which was appearing to be true to me through the auspices of the program, now appears not to be true to me. That's the difference between sobriety and being loaded. Yes. The wisdom to see false evidence as false evidence instead of constantly reacting as if it's real all day. Yeah. False evidence appears real. False evidence doesn't make itself appear real. We do. We do. The false evidence is presented and it appears real to us. Yeah? The false evidence doesn't go through a transformation, false evidence turning into being real. No. It appears real to us. It's still false evidence. But it appears real to us. And if it appears real to us, it now has a lot of power. Yes? The power to affect us. So suddenly, next week can affect Paul now. It can, next week, entertained by self, can cripple Paul today. That's the, use of, that's the misuse of power. That's why we want to surrender and allow a higher power to direct this event. Yeah? So the bondage of self is the act of being identified as something that you're not. Yeah? A mental image, whatever, a historical figure, uh, you know, whatever you want to say. But there's an act of being bonded to self. It's happening in the mental state, and when we believe it, we act as if we are a self. Yeah? That's all. And when we act as if we are a self, that is the bondage of self. Because what's denied by that acting as if we are a self is our true nature. Yeah, it's just that simple. To the point, you'll start looking for your true nature from the false nature. <laughs> Yes. So, another question? Yep. Thank you, Paul. My next question comes from Leah. Leah, I'll ask you to unmute. There you go. Susanna, how are you, Susanna? It's Leah. Hey, Paul, thank you so much for taking the meeting. And as usual, it's just absolutely a pleasure to be here. Um, I have the pleasure right now of um, Mickey being my sponsor. And so I'm in good hands all the way around. And uh, we're going to spend uh, quite a bit of time on step one. And I'm here and there's not a ounce of me that needs any convincing of any of this. There's not any dispute or any um, areas that I can poke holes in. I agree with all of it. Um, and I make a, a conscious effort to 
um, to study this, to listen to this, to absorb this, to, to be open-minded. Um, what my question is, is even though I understand everything, I agree with everything, how come I, and I'm, I'm, I'm praying the third step prayer, I'm, you know, abandoning the self-will, I'm, um, there, there's no, there's no part of me that, that consciously disagrees. However, the ruminating and the overthinking just will not stop. I can, I can tell that it has changed over time, but it's not stopping. And for you, it sounds like it's stopped or that's the goal is that it will stop. And so what would your suggestion be or what am I not doing or what am I not getting? It has nothing to do with you not doing or not getting. Uh, that rumination in many of us yeah, as alcoholics extreme version of self-centeredness it has momentum built up and that momentum is going to slow up and it's going to get it's going to be a less loud and it's going to last uh shorter periods and you're going to outgrow it yes it's just part of the process you don't it doesn't stop you just lose interest in it yeah because you've you've really been bored to death by it, tell you the truth. Yeah. I mean I mean how many times can you react there's a wolf when the boy cries wolf, when there's never a wolf? <laughs> there's gotta be some point you keep hearing the boy cry, but the reactions aren't the same as when you first started hearing the boy cry, wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's never been a wolf. <laughs> As evidence that we're still here. So, <laughs> you know, there's a loss of interest in honey. That's all. You're just starting out, eh? Yes. Yeah. So listen, yeah. Enjoy each lap. There's a lot of joy in it. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to rush to the finish? Relief. Yeah, well, that which really wants relief isn't you. Yeah. It isn't, I'm telling you. I don't disagree. Can't wait to get relief is the cause of the, uh, the disease. <laughs> it's now playing the role of the policeman. Now I just can't wait to get to relief. You're the one who's been fucking everything up. Oh, no, no, that was the thief. I'm the policeman. No, no. Self, it's self can't get out of self. Yeah. So this is my point. If I realize it, what do I do? What's my action? I have surrendered. I agree with everything. What do I do? Well, work with uh, Mika, a Mike, whatever. I keep, Mickey, I keep saying her name. Yeah, work with the Madeira uh, Mafia. Yeah, see what happens. And then maybe start trying to see if you have opportunities to do service. Then, you, then along with the understanding, you'll get a feeling of uh, relief from the bondage of self. Yeah? Service is a, a perfect way to get free samples that align with the understanding that you're seeming to, you're, uh, that's starting to coagulate. Yes? Those free samples help the understanding, the understanding we'll start expressing those free samples. Yeah. So service, if you possibly can. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right, ready for your next question, Paul? Yeah. We have yeah. Catherine in Maine asking you to unmute. Hi. I am gonna ask you a question about <laughs> I was sitting here and I'm thinking, there's got to be a question around this. I can't just keep taking it all in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But Stop you know what? Yeah. So my, the word my, I'm glad you brought that up. And what, uh, what I went to immediately is uh, the exercise that changed 
for me the pages 60 to 63 by taking out the we were and ours and putting it as I decided to turn my will and my life over to God as I understood him. Um, you know, um, it was myself, not ourself. It was I wished. Uh, and that that changed things for me. Like um, our actor, instead of saying our actor, it says I may sometimes be quite virtuous or I may be kind, considerate, patient, generous. And when I did that exercise and my sponsor had me do it, read it to myself for two weeks before we ran into step four. And uh, um, it really, really, really changed things. But when you brought it up today about putting my in front of things, there's a difference in this exercise compared to what you're talking about with the word my. Can you elaborate a little bit more on it? Yes, well, one thing, you know, uh... you know, uh, having a higher power of our own understanding. It's really an understanding of me that's having the understanding of the higher power, right? Hmm? So the only way, in a, in a weird way, in self-centeredness, the only way I can understand anything else is starting from the understanding of me, yeah? Now let's say... The understanding of me is infected with the act of being identified as self, yeah? Yes. That understanding of God as me, hopefully, it talks about it in the book, it's going to change as you move forward. And in my experience, it's changed to the point where, why would I want to have a an an, uh, higher power of my own understanding? I'd rather have a higher power of its own understanding. So just to get that through. And then the idea, see, at certain times, what you do works, and then you outgrow it, yes? Yes. So yes. it works for you to take personal responsibility instead of having it vague as we, and to see your role in all that, yeah? Yeah. Yes? So then yeah. you replace we with I, or you with I, yes, so that you could own up to the to the to the descriptions of what an alcoholic is yeah that's what i'm talking about there's another wave after that okay. where after you've owned up and that worked at that phase of recovery you get to a point where you start seeing a lot of what happened through you wasn't caused by you yeah and yeah. now when you read the book the book gives you different meaning because you're at a different place. Yeah? Because the book is a living book. It really responds or reacts to where whoever is the reader is. Yeah? That's what it gives out. Some people read it. It seems archaic. It doesn't apply. Others, it's been the most intimate book they've ever run into. So, again, it's always about us. So... This idea, yes, okay, I'm vaguely not time trying to take responsibility, so now I'm going to replace all the words we and everything as I, Paul, whatever. It hits at that moment. That was the right medicine. But there's also a possibility that it will turn not to be the right medicine as you progress, yes? Yes, I do agree with you there because I am at... Do that down the road and put the word self in. And with the understanding that self was a foreign pathogen and see how it reads now with the word self. Yeah? Yeah, I'll try that. Thank you. Yeah. See why, especially concerning the third step, because self at this point has claimed to be the one who did the third step and then it gives the meaning to the third step and it gives the meaning to the higher power and that meaning to the higher power is framed by the lower power. And what are you going to be able to expect as one of the greatest examples of the higher power, getting a parking space in front of the meeting or a date? <laughs> it's severely limited the demonstrations of the higher power based on this 
the lower powers understanding. <laughs> I absolutely love the idea of putting the self in there. I'm going to do that. That's really cool. But I do use this with my sponsees too. It was such an impactful oh, yeah. thing. Because they're at another point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. This is Thank a growing you. thing. See, let's say you're outgrowing something like in the book, it implies that we can outgrow fear. Okay. So let's say you're just starting to outgrow fear. The messages and the understandings would be appropriate to that. Now you've outgrown a lot of fear. Now there's different messages and understandings based on the outgrowing. Yeah. None is worse or better than the other. It's just based where we are. Yeah. It's like here, certain people come into recovery, they need to go into like a boot camp. That's what works for them. They need structure, call three times a day, wear ties and, and shirts to meetings and everything. Fantastic, works for them, not for everybody. It works for them, but not for everybody. Other people, a different approach is good, yes? And then some of the approaches that worked in the beginning, you outgrow. My program isn't fear-based anymore, yeah? I've outgrown that, so I'm not being whipped into, you could be, you'll be totally fucked, yeah? I'm, I'm actually now moving towards the light. It's like a great, a priest in the beginning of AA said, most people's experience is moving away from hell, not moving towards heaven. There's a point where we're starting to move towards heaven, yeah? Our motivation isn't because of the licking flames of hell. We've been moved. We've outgrown that, though it had its time and its value, yeah? You've got to recognize where you're at. Like some people I've worked with, I had to tell them to stop taking inventories. They were going over every fucking bit of minutiae all day, which to me was just obsession with self under the guise of recovery. Yeah? You gotta, it, we're like a plant. Each plant doesn't grow the exact same way. You gotta check on it every once in a while. Yeah, sometimes a plant in the beginning needs direct light, then you move it to another place. Yes? This whole idea, this is it, this is the way, this is the only way. It's a growing organic event, recovery. We have a perfect solid structure, the steps, the traditions, the concepts, you know, the service recovery unity, but how all the different vines grow don't go the same way. Some go to becoming a lot of service, a lot of unity, a lot of recoveries, you know? It grows. It's like a vine. That's the beauty of it. It's, it's growth, growth, but directed growth. Yeah, directed by principles and the steps that imply the principles. That's, that directs the growth. But the growth isn't going exactly the same way. Yeah. I'm not motivated. I'm not motivated by fear about getting loaded. I don't have any feelings or thoughts about getting loaded. I'm excited about the possibilities in totally different realms than survival at the moment. And that luxury, which it is, has been given to me by the program of recovery. And I'm fucking enjoying it. I'm not going to keep pledging allegiance. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm going to acknowledge when I'm not fucked and share it. Yeah. And I don't need a bookend, but I'm going to be fucked or I was fucked, but I, the emphasis to me is I'm not fucked now. That's the point. Yeah? But you may be later. Well, I'll have the weight of life to deal with that, but I'm not now. Yeah? That's the whole point. <laughs> you know, see... <laughs> it's like recovery can be looked at as a two-day vacation. 
You can't even enjoy the two days because you're leaving as, as soon as you arrive. That's not my experience. Yeah? This been, I've done this more than anything other than shitting and pissing and eating. It's the, it's, it's the thing I've been involved with the most in this life is recovery. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going anywhere. So yes, that's why when people ask me for a road answer, you work with people with where they're at, yes? We're all at different places, no better, no worse, but different, yeah? Like this is a spiritual kindergarten, there's master degree people there, there's eighth graders there, there's high schoolers there, they're pre kindergarten there there's kindergarten there it's a spiritual kindergarten but all the classes are at the same location yeah so thanks yes okay next question we have up with uh, Kaiser Kaiser how are you my friend Asked to unmute. Kaiser. Hey there, Paul. Hey, everybody. It's good to see everybody. Um, I'm working, so I'm not able to attend as much as I'd like. Uh, Paul, this is kind of startling stuff that has kind of been revealed through seeing everybody here on this platform and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm finding that everything I need to know I learned like from a dog kind of crap but it's like everything I ever needed to know I kind of learned just when I started to come into this program and applying it like when I'm upset what do you do call someone be of service or try the serenity prayer and that's pretty much it and then I I'm gaining interest in people that, dude, like I wouldn't like, I'd criticize, I do all that stuff. And then I'm just kind of saying, oh, that person's just anxious. Oh, I care about their anxiety. I care about them. And then I'm no longer myself. Is there, is there another one that, I don't know, maybe you'd like to throw out there. It's like a, another one being like calling someone or being of service or the serenity prayer. Is there like maybe one more of that? comes to mind i don't know because it's 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 operating and taking care of itself i don't know that's it well you know if you stay after the meeting people will give you a lot of uh a lot of ones yeah Got you it. don't need right. 100 tools if three do if three do the trick yeah 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 the point is is to is to apply them yeah, <laughs> it does you no good to have the tools unless they're put to use. So, and really, the greatest overriding tool is reliance on something other than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Using that or being used by that leads you not to have that many tools and definitely not a tool shed. <laughs> Unless it's one of those sheds where you, uh, you give them out to be used by others. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. It's just good yeah. to be here, man. It's, thanks. Thanks a lot. Well, it's great to see you, Kaiser. It's great to watch... Uh, there's a lot of transformation in these little squares, so it's cool. Cool. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving along. We have Carrie. Carrie, would you like to ask Paul a question? You're not unmuted yet. Yeah. Am I unmuted now? Can you hear me now? There you go. Woo. Okay, this may be um, somewhat of a kindergarten question. However, like, um, Paul, you've talked about 
you know, the higher power and uh, not so much your understanding, but it's understanding. Yeah. So my question is, is like, it's understanding is, am I wrong? Or I want you just to talk about it's understanding is, is my understanding. I mean, what I'm trying to say is that not to be sacrilegious, but, um, you know, we're all basically God of our own lives, at least, at the very least, God of your own life. So my question is, is like, um, who's understanding? Well, in my sense of it with me, is when I saw, like in, in the fear inventory, that self-reliance is a failed system, yeah? I saw uh, understanding was part and parcel of that failed system. So I was convinced uh, of the failure, of the failedness of a lot of the aspects of the system, yeah? So that's all I'm talking about. Whatever is doing anything, I don't really care. I want to know uh, what, what was doing it in the past and being very clear that I'm not that, yeah? Yes? Fair enough. And this is how it led to me, because I started with higher power of my own understanding then it quickly over time, because of the constant uh, reinforcement of the failedness of what I was relying on, the system, I was open to not hold my understanding in such a lofty posture, yes? And then, uh, then when those, that thing of the vision for you constantly revealing to you, that's what it's doing. It's revealing its understanding of things through us, yeah? Whatever you want to call it, the higher power, which I found to be quite revelatory, yeah? And it was distinctly obvious it was coming from another source than the source of the, the other, the lower power that used to define my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, is that God on both ends playing with itself? I don't care, really. I just... Uh, I know I've been under good orderly direction for a long time, <laughs> and uh, that's enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a huge desire to understand much anymore. I think I've understood enough, and uh, <laughs> I'm just sharing that. And uh, I'm really, if it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. I'm not really looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. I'm not, a, I, I, I think understanding is quite helpful, helpful, but, uh, vision to me is different. That's, that's of the spiritual nature. Yeah. Presence on this clarity. Mm -hmm. The understanding is a view. Yeah. A view maybe about unclarity, a new kind of vision, you know, but it's a view. Yeah. Now, for me, the best view is what allows a lot of vision to come through. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so in Zen, they would say a very high form of understanding is I don't know. Yeah. Right. Don't know. Right. Don't know. Right. Just to keep reiterating the clarity of the failedness of the system. Because mm -hmm. the system is based on it knows a whole lot. And to constantly uh, rebut it is pretty cool in a way. Not by saying don't know, but that, that knowing it. You're walking around with that posture. Yeah? Yeah. Beautiful. So uh, if Zen could call it the highest form of mind, that's all right with me. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. I don't see any more hands up, Paul. So I, I guess that's it for today. Did you have anything else you'd like to add?
Uh, I just want to say hello to everyone, if that's all possible. Yeah, let me get back to it. So we got Walter. Walter, it's good to see you. Yeah, good. Mike Z, as always. Mike Z is an integral part of all this getting out. So, Paul, nice shirt, Paul. Yes, I'm covered up. It's a little cool over here. John, John Woodruff, nice to see you, John. Yes. Rob Farr, as always, a pleasure, Rob. I'm so happy uh, us meeting has made us both better, yes? I like that. Kristen, as always. Kristen, you know, a mind that can drive you crazy if directed by the higher power can be quite beautiful. Yeah? The same mind. It's what's directing it, yes? When self's directing an acquisitive, curious mind, it drives itself crazy, yeah? It produces exquisite suffering, and it gets stuck in the land of why, yeah? That same mind directed by the higher power can really have beautiful panoramic views. It's just what's directing it, yeah? Marty, Marty T, Mike O, as always, uh, Vicky, nice to see you, Vicky, yes, she's escaped the void, yes, we got uh, Tyler, is it Tyler, yes, yeah, Tyler S, Thomas, nice to see you, Thomas, there, we got Michael Stacy. From the Madeira Mafia, with Mickey, the uh, the matriarch of the Madeira Mafia. She now has another uh, Leah underneath her tutelage. Uh, all right, Barbara and Roman, as always. Nice to see you, Roman. We got uh, Jacob from Seattle. Pleasure, Jacob, as always. James, as always. We got Tom, Tom, uh, yeah, from the iPhone. We got Jono from the UK. Always good to see you, Jono. We got, oh, this is Kurt, one of my uh, prime supporters from, from the Southern California area. <laughs> nice to see you, Kurt. <laughs> Catherine, thanks a lot. I felt for you, Catherine. Catherine, thanks a lot for the question. Johannes, as always. Carl, nice to see you, Carl. Kerry, Helen, fantastic. Thanks for that chair today, Helen. Leah, you seem to be in great hands, babe. Chris, as always. This Chris B. And then we've got Elroy from Phoenix. He's got a hat on today. He's outside. Must be freaking hot down there. Victor. Uh, did I get Mika? Mika, nice to see you, honey. Let's go to the next. Oh, we got Mika again. I get to see you twice. That's nice. Again, Leah. Chris, again. Oh, Kaiser. I miss Kaiser and Victor. All right. All right, well, listen. Then there's some anonymous people. Let's not talk to them. Hey, thank you so much for the, uh, for today. Yeah. I really feel if anyone's motivated, I would love to have somebody, I won't do it, <laughs> to go over some of these recordings and maybe uh, snip some of them. Because so, there's been some nice riffs occasionally. I'd really like to have that bundled up and put it out there, so... I'm just asking if anyone has any interest in doing that. Speak with David or Mike or someone. Because I probably, I won't. I know that. But uh. All right. Thanks. See you guys. Bye-bye. I'll see you I'll Saturday and then Tuesday and Thursday. Bye. Oh, wait a minute. I'm doing something in uh, Poland tomorrow at 10 o'clock my time. I'm going to send it to Mike. It will be posted on the website. I think it's an open... 
I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to be speaking at some kind of blog in Poland. All right? So it'll be, it's at 10 o'clock tomorrow. I'll put it up on, I'll send it to Mike now. Or did I sent it to Mike, right? Can you, can you post you that, Mike? You gave me the Zoom link, but no description or title or anything. I thought I sent it to you in an email, but all right, it's 10 a.m. There you go, Pacific time. That's all. Can you tell them about next Tuesday? I know. Well, I'll let you know. next. And also on the website, there may be a message that next Tuesday I may not be able to do it. I may be driving, but it will be put up on the, on the website. But yeah, just put, I don't know what it's about. It's just 10 o'clock on that Zoom tomorrow. Yeah? Great. Thanks. See you guys.